let's have a conversation around what I think are the mindset shifts that are needed to be a successful fundraiser today in the self-storage space. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the on-demand self-storage boot camp, which is designed to take you from wherever you are now all the way to putting your first or your next self-storage facility into service. You can find out more about the boot camp, which is the premier training I offer at creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com. But I've been threatening for a number of years, actually, to create a course on fundraising for self-storage geared towards a small investor, and I'm doing that right now. In fact, I'm even going to be speaking about it at the upcoming Inside Self-Storage Convention in Caesars Palace in April. Find out more about that convention at InsideSelfStorage.com. And I recently attended a convention for fundraisers of all types. But what I've noticed is everybody at the top of their game, no matter what their game happens to be, they don't talk about the tactic they use to get there. They talk about what type of limiting belief they had to break through in order to get where they are in life. And that's why I like to start in every training series I do with what are some of the shifts in mindset that someone needs to have in order to get to the top of their game. Anytime we take on something new in life, our world gets bigger and the thinking that we had to get where we had been in life needs to shift in order to take on this larger game that we're playing. And fundraising is absolutely no exception. At this convention, one of the people I met was a gentleman named Ellis Hammond. Now, when Ellis got out of school, college, he initially became a youth minister at a church. As you can imagine, youth ministers don't pay a whole lot. But he wanted to take on something in life that was fulfilling to him and that he thought he could make a difference in the world with people doing. And given his background and his beliefs, this was where he was led to. Ellis said he even had a hard time asking for $100 donations from people. So Ellis did not come from money. Ellis did not have a lot of acquaintances. His sphere of influence were primarily his students as a youth pastor. So he wasn't hanging around people with a lot of money. So he didn't come from wealth, didn't know many people with wealth. But yet, when Ellis made the decision that he could make a larger impact in the world doing real estate, and he didn't have much money to do real estate, he knew he was going to have to fundraise. What's amazing about Mr. Hammond is that he went from zero to $150,000 million dollars worth of assets under management and he's one of the co-founders of Symphony Capital and he did that in two and a half, under three years. 
In fact, he recently just closed on a $40 million piece of real estate in one of Texas' largest MSAs. Now, how did he go from youth minister not being able to, you know, feeling uncomfortable asking for donations, all the way to running, co-founding a capital group, and that fast accumulating those type of assets? Well, if you ask him, what he talks about is not so much the tactics he uses, how his, what his presentation is. What Ellis says is he had to break through the limiting belief that you had to either have money or know people with money in order to raise money to do real estate transactions. What I find even more amazing is he's in his 30s, his, his early 30s it looks like. So this has happened very quick for him. And if you ask him how he did it, it wasn't the tactics. It was busting, in his terms, busting through the limiting belief that you had to have money or know people with money in order to raise capital. That's how he did what he did. What are your limiting beliefs? If you were going to be raising money to get in or grow your self-storage business, what do you think your limiting beliefs are around raising money? We all have them. We all have them. That's what this series is about. We're going to talk about three shifts in mindsets to, get, to become an effective capital raiser in the self-storage space. The first one we're going to talk about this week. Now, what I've seen is, at least with the people I work with, is that a lot of people who have, let's say, a business background or a real estate background of some sort relate to fundraising like, okay, I want to be in the self-storage business, but I've got to raise money to do it. So I'm raising money to do the deals that I want to do in the self-storage business. I mean, that was my mindset when I got going. And most of the people I work with come into a capital raising from that kind of shift. They're really a real estate person. They really want to be a self-storage person, but they have to raise money to do it. So shift number one. If you're going to, now there's nothing magical about raising money. Raising capital to do self-storage is not the best way to do self-storage, not the worst way, it's just a way to do it. A lot of people I work with use their own money, do a deal, pyramid into the next deal, into the next deal. That's a really great way to do it. If you want to grow fast or you want to control a larger portfolio than just what you can put your money in, fundraising is going to be a business you're at. So shift number one for people who want to raise money, and again I want to reiterate, that's not the best way, it's just a way to do it. If you want to make the shift, mind shift number one is shifting from I gotta raise money to do the deals I want to do Two, I am a fundraiser. Storage happens to be my niche, but I'm a fundraiser. It sounds simple, it sounds simple-minded, but I suggest it's a huge leap. It was a huge jump. If you've ever had children from I'm married to we're going to have a child 
to I am a parent. Whole new world. Your priorities change. The world occurs differently. What your attention on from when you became I am a parent is totally different than it was before that child was born. Or you move, many people I work with can relate to the shift from I'm getting into the self-storage business then they close their first deal, I'm in the self-storage business. Huge shift, whole nother world being in the self-storage business as opposed to I'm getting in the self-storage business. See, if you wake up every morning like I'm a fundraiser, you do different things. Your attention is on different things. You're reading different things. Things in the world show up to you that wouldn't show up if you're just trying to get enough money to do a deal. You take different actions. You're nurturing relationships, relationships with potential investors, relationship with current investors, relationships with people that may become potential investors. The world occurs different when who you are is a fundraiser. Why? Well, because you're doing what fundraisers do. Now, what happens when we take on any new area in life? When we expand our world into anything? Mostly what happens is we fail a lot. We make a lot of mistakes. That's why this shift, in my opinion, is so important. Because when who you are is, I'm a fundraiser. You're going to take the actions that fundraisers, or what you think fundraisers do, and you're going to fail but you're going to fail quicker and you're going to fail more often and you fail enough to learn what works and what doesn't work and you're still in the game if all you're doing is just raising money to do a deal and you hit a few obstacles then it quickly becomes if you're a storage person it quickly becomes easier just not to do that deal and maybe find a smaller deal that you can do or something of that nature when you're a fundraiser you're gonna bang up against the wall pivot and come in at it in another way till you find that door and go through the wall you will fail fast enough to learn what works for you so that you can win at your game of fundraising. Why? Because you're a fundraiser. How many of us as parents have made mistakes? A hundred percent of us. I promise you. Every parent, if you're a parent, you know every parent makes mistakes. But you are a parent. You don't say, well, I didn't do any good. I can't raise my kid, obviously. I'm banging up against mistakes here. Maybe somebody else ought to raise them. Next, who wants to take the kid? You don't do that. Or you don't say, I came from a dysfunctional home, so I shouldn't be raising this kid. Who's going to raise my kid for me? You don't do that. Why? Because you are a parent. Now, you may say, well, that's an absurd comparison. That's really a stretch. But is it? Really? If you are a fundraiser, then you're going to do what fundraisers do, which is make mistakes and figure out what works and what doesn't work. Same thing like being a parent. 
I suggest that if you want to take on a bigger game, and believe me, growing a storage portfolio using other people's money is a bigger game. If you want to take on a bigger game, you've got to shift who you are for yourself in order to win at whatever the bigger game you're taking on, whether it be parenting or whether it be fundraising. So in my opinion, that's mind shift number one. Shifting from I raise money to do the deals I want to do to I am a fundraiser. When you're a fundraiser, you have your attention on the investor. Mind shift number one. Next week, we'll talk about what I consider mind shift number two to be. Hope to see you then. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Storage World Analyzer, which is the financial analysis tool we use when we're talking with investors and when we're looking at self-storage opportunities. So thank you very much. You can find out more about Storage World Analyzer at creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com or storageworldanalyzer.com. I look forward to being with you next week.